What's up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis, and you are listening to... Bitch, you guessed it. It's the Carmine Davis Show, and... How the fuck are you? Okay, so... Look... (laughs) Okay, so... I got a lot of shit to get off my chest about what um, has been in my email and what the show is essentially about. Um, but before I go on and like, make sure you follow, rate, subscribe, review, and rate this show. I don't do it for my health. Um, last week we had a huge bump in numbers. I would like to continue to go up, 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 up. We haven't had a show that charted this year, which I don't give a fuck about. I did not. Okay. Here's a little truth bomb for you. I never really cared about charting until I charted. I'm not going to lie. I'm a Capricorn. And once I've had a little taste of something, I'm insatiable now. So, okay. Bitch, I, I want to get to top 50 on the worldwide Spotify charts. And God damn it, I don't give a fuck who I have to kill to do it. I feel like it'd be such a brag for my little show. Uh, all you hating ass bitches who thought I wasn't going to do it. At the- <laughs> no, no, no. All jokes aside. No, I think it would be just amazing for I would cry if we got to the top 50. I haven't really checked the... I'm lying. I haven't even checked the 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 chart database thing. So I don't even know if we've charted or not. Um, I should look at that before I just open my mouth. But I'm almost 1,000% sure if I got to the top 50, somebody would tell me. And nobody has said anything to me about it. Nobody has muttered a syllable. So if I haven't gotten there yet, it's because of you. Okay. It's because of you, you listening to this right now, because you are stingy. You uh, won't share. You won't comment. You won't review. You won't uh, tweet about this. Y'all just want to hold on to it. I get it. Keep it as a little secret. You're my little secret. And that's how we should keep. No, that's not how we're going to keep it. Okay. Share me. Your favorite episode, share it, post it to your story, whatever, you know, give me a reaction video, do me something because I'm over it. Y'all have been looming and lurking enough. It's time to share the love. Okay. Anyway, so this week for me, um, was a very healing week. I had a lot of fun this week. Um, I've just been working, doing my thing, but I've had... A lot of like a good checkpoints, good, um, like I said, like healing moments, you know what I'm saying? So I am rejuvenated. I am renewed, especially post, um, all the drama that happened to me like two weeks ago. Um, I feel good. I feel really, really good. I feel brand new. I feel hot. I feel sexy. I feel steamy. I feel you know, right back in my bag, you know what I mean? Like, not that I ever got out of my bag, but I was almost trying to jump out my bag. You know what I mean? Like one of those situations, but, um, how are you? How's your heart? What you had going on this week? I know a lot of people had a lot going on this week and my prayers are always with y'all low key. Um, low key, high key, you know, I've been peeped that y'all listen to me and I, 
love being the soundtrack to your bad bitch week. You know what I mean? Like getting you and anchoring you through. But one thing I always want to tell everybody is that you can make it. You can do anything you want. And um, that obstacles, is all, they're, they're all tests. And something in my spirit told me to share that with y'all. So... But anyway, y'all didn't come here for all that mumbo jumbo. You came here for the hot topic. Our first segment always of the show is hot topic. And this one is no different. It's from lovebeescott.com. And. Okay, listen. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I want to talk to y'all. And I want y'all to listen to me. Okay. Listen to me. Listen to me. I don't want no shit. Okay. Listen to what I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm going to tell y'all the drop. I'm going to give y'all the drop. I'm going to give y'all the um, story. And But listen to me. Okay. Now, this is about um, two people who I hold very dearly. And this is a story that I took very serious last year. It was shocking to all of us. As a matter of fact, I feel like it didn't, it wasn't as earth shattering as it should have been. Um, and that's Naya Rivera when she um, drowned a year ago. Um, my Lord, like that shook me. And one person's reaction to the situation really stood out to me. Um, and not for, okay, I'm going to just give you the drop. You can tell me I'm being insensitive in a minute. Okay. Taj Mahari remembers ex Naya Rivera nearly one year after her death. She was my first everything. Okay. All right. This is from lovebscott.com. Okay. Taj Mahari is reflecting on his relationship with Naya Rivera, whom he called his first love. Um, the actor 34 paid tribute to the late Glee star in the interview with Glamour, Pu- Glamour published Wednesday, calling Rivera his first celebrity crush. Mari, who co- who co-starred with Rivera in the sitcom Smart Guy and dated her between 2000 to 2004, wow, and said the news of her death last year was really, really, really tough. Um, I have so much respect for her family. He said, I'm st- I still am in communication with them, so I just wanted to make sure I'm respectful of that and what her family is going through. She was definitely my first everything. I think subconsciously... It's why I never really date like that because no one real one really ever. I know someday someone might, but it's hard to measure up the type of girl and woman she was. And there's a picture of them together with a blackberry in hand. Y'all, y'all got to see this picture. Okay. In her 2016 memoir, Sorry Not Sorry, Rivera revealed Mari was her first boyfriend. Mari told Glamour, he, wow. Okay, okay. Mari told Glamour he still has a hard time talking about Rivera and trying to encompass all that she meant to the people who loved her. It's hard. It's a hard thing to talk about because to think about her mother and her ex-husband, her child and her sister and her brother, her height of the height of what they went through in times is times a thousand. He said, I almost feel like I can't even talk about my feelings because they don't even measure up to the pain that they went through and are still going through. But yes, much love to her entire family, her brother, her sister, her child, and her ex-husband as well. Rivera was confirmed dead in July 2020, five days after disappearing during a trip to California. 
uh, Lake with her son, Josie, now five. She was 33. Um, Mari previously shared an emotional post in honor of Rivera as police were searching for the actress after she went missing, writing that situation, writing that the situation felt like a nightmare. We grew up together. We became adults together. We experienced so many firsts together. You're my first experience with everything. Love, intimacy, heartbreak. We broke each other's hearts and then mended them back together more than once. Mari wrote alongside a sweet black and white photo of the pair. I will never not think of you. No woman has ever measured up what you gave me or how you made me feel. I've never liked to admit it, but I have never stopped loving you. A part of me always wished for the day when God would bring us back together to be what we dreamed we would, could have been. Mari said he wished he had been able to tell Rivera how much she meant to him. Naya, I miss you deeply. I wish I got the chance to tell you that once more, but I'm believing I will get the chance. I know deep down you've always known how I felt. Known how I felt. He continued, I look forward to the day where I can see your beautiful face once more and tell you everything I've wanted to say that I didn't get a chance to say. I love you forever. I'll always have and I'll always will. It's hard to believe it's almost been a year since Naira died, wishing comfort for her family and friends during this hard anniversary. Yes. Um, Lord. Okay, there's so much to unpack. Okay, one, I don't feel like I did a show about Naya. Maybe I did. But that, that shook me. I watched that. I reported that on my like, Facebook and all of that. Like, I kept up with that story because Naya Rivera to me I was one of those people who just you could not tell me that we were not going to find Naya you know what I mean like I I just could not believe what happened or what I heard or like it was a nightmare it was a nightmare like but I just can't help but wonder like I don't know I guess y'all always put me in this you always put me in this position like why do I have to say it okay so there's a photo of them together you know click the, the link in the description you know make sure you Check that out yourself, like look at it, you know, make sure that, you know, you see it too. Um, I don't, okay, uh, ladies, this is for the ladies, to all my ladies. Okay, how many of your first boyfriends were like gay? You know, like. Like, okay, I find it very interesting about how many, um, (sighs) how do I want to say this? Um, I think you know what I'm trying to say. I, I think that, hmm. I can't tell nobody what goes on. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I just can't. 
I I don't want to talk about this, I, but I feel like I have to. Okay, so all right, let me clear the air. Okay, so mm, okay, so my thing is, it's like okay, cool, boom. So I I've dated a lot of um men who date women or who have dated women. Uh, I don't know why that seems to always be what happens to me. That seems to be the common denominator. Even with like the gayest boyfriend I have, he used to eat, you know, coochie, you know, he used to eat the coochie, you know, and you know, uh, I never eaten coochie. I'm not opposed to it these days. You know, I mean, there's this one baby girl, like, I got my eye on, you know, I'm like, girl, I'll eat your motherfucking box. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I will rock your shit. Like, you deserve it, queen. Like, you know, but that's neither here nor there. But, like, I just could imagine. Okay, so what I know about Taj Mahari is that he's a very spiritual man. Very Christian, um... I follow Taj Mahari on Instagram, very vanilla, very, um, God bless you, you know, um, but Taj also seems like he also has a very dark side. Um, one, I, this was news to me. Uh, let, let me just, let me just go back on the facts. Okay. This is news to me that Taj Mahari and, um, her were dating. Like I saw him post that kind of stuff. But I didn't know that she had confirmed that. I I thought Taj had like a crush on her. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought he had like a crush on her. Let me let me look this up. I thought he like had like a crush on her, and you know, you'll always be my first love. I'm like, okay, you know, yeah. I mean. But I didn't know that she, like, had a relationship with him and she talked about it in the book. And, you know, I mean, awesome, you know. But I don't know what that means. They were together. What does that mean? Okay, so they were together in 2004 or some shit like that. That was damn near 20 years ago. Um, A lot happens. I don't know. I don't really keep up with Taj Mahari. Um, like that, I'd keep up with his, um, oh, wait, 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 I'm on Instagram and, and Nikki just posted her in the, um, oh, she, the pink and pink and black, black and pink wig. Okay. But that has nothing to do with anything. Okay. Anyway, 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 if you know, you know, if you don't, you know. Okay. But anyway, we're not talking about Nikki. Onika Mirage, we're talking about Taj Mahari, um, Naya Rivera, and like people who, um, gay people who date women. But like, I know that I just feel like I'm tired of y'all. Like, to me, my, my whole thing is, is like, okay, you know. I feel like people always kind of look at you. (sighs) 
Okay, let me let me let me just lay it. Let me lay it on the line. I got a little freakiness inside. Okay, I feel like this. Boom. I don't. I, this is how I feel, and I'm just gonna break it down so that you can take it how you want. I think that. Um, I think that there are. Okay, I'm just gonna spit it out. Y'all didn't come here. Okay, so I think that there are. It's, it's very interesting being a gay man. I think that there are different types of gay men out there in this world. I think that there are um, different types of walks in there. Is this you know in this world? I by for one had one walk uh, when I found out this is what I wanted, and I just went for it. Um, there are a lot of people who went through this whole era of denying how they want it what they, or what they want it. And later on coming out later in life, there are these people who never came out and never and just constantly just deny what they wanted or they live their lives in secrecy. Um, I understand all of these walks. And then there's some people who dab, dip and dabbled in between, um, have something in the middle, you know what I'm saying? But, um, I, you have to understand that I was type A. Um, I did not know for sure what I wanted sexually at all until I was in college when I was grown. When I was thinking about sex, I was doing it when I was grown enough to have sex in my own shit. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I did not think about sex or anything like that when I was a teenager. I, you know, jacked off. I saw porn. I watched all kind of stuff. Um, I started watching gay porn, but I couldn't imagine myself having sex with a man and then when I realized oh wow I could have sex with a man this is how it works oh this doesn't feel right oh no it feels right and then when I did I went with it and this is who I was nobody said anything it was fine um, anybody who felt some type of way they knew they didn't matter you know like boom um I feel like Taj Mahal is somewhere in between the last two. And I'm not totally sure which one. I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong. I don't know this nigga. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know anything about Taj Mahal. I don't know him personally. Um, but he makes me cringe a little bit. I'm cracking my knuckles. I'm sorry. He makes me cringe a little bit because... I know that type of guy. I've been with that type of guy. I've been around that type of guy. I've been best friends with that type of guy. I've have cousins that are those type of guys where they are so vanilla. They date this perfect girl and they long for this one girl and they feel like that because of this, I never got this one girl. I'm going to go in my cave and beat off to gay porn but I'll never take the gays seriously because I want this one woman who kind of knew about me but understood me she made me look good you know other women don't be listening to that bullshit you know they know you know they can smell it on me and then they just kind of push me away but this particular person 
I met in 2004, didn't question me because I was her first boyfriend. She allowed me to go through my phases and allowed me to figure myself out because she was none the wiser. Um, and she just wanted to have her first boyfriend. Um, this was the first pussy I ever been in. Um, so these were, these were the times where things were so not complicated, um, you know what I mean? Like, I missed this particular person. This was the one person who I felt I could go out with, I could get along with. You know what I mean? Like, that was the first pussy I've ever been in. So, okay, I know how it functions. Um, you know, okay, and, and just, okay. I don't, for the record, I have no resources. I have no what nothing to prove that Taj Mahari is gay, but instinct and um a gaydar that has n i'll tell you one thing about my gaydar my gaydar has never been wrong never not a single time not in my 20 something year life my 25 years living on this earth <laughs> my gaydar has never been wrong ever not one single motherfucking time Ever. I'm undisputed. I am the champ. I am the boss. Like, I, I, when I say I could spot a fucking gay, a queer, a mile away, with all due respect, I can spot a fucking gay and a queer a mile away. No matter how you dress, No matter how you behave, no matter what you tell me. One thing about me, and, and if you're listening to this and you're one of those, don't, don't, don't even trip on me. Because a lot of these motherfuckers I've been clocked in my life, my personal life, and I've made them and I've given them a space where they could be who they truly are. But you repay me by going off and marrying women i think that that is here there are some people who i just have a bone to pick with when it comes to this i'm gonna say this i'm gonna let it go because i don't know how where he is or taj mari is this is i'm not just okay wink wink i'm not talking about taj mari okay let's just pretend i'm not talking about taj mari but there is a type of guy who's out here i talk about it in my previous show um stomp where a lot of them mostly are Christian men or spiritual, like, hallelujah, those type of men who we love. We love the Lord. Don't get me twisted. Like, don't, you know what I mean? Like, I know him, but I know he knows me too. I don't think that that goes, I don't feel like my eye is just on him and his is not on me. Like, this motherfucker know how I get down. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause. I meant this man knows who I am as a person. He knows who I am. He knows what I'm made of. He knows my, what I like and what I don't. Okay. So never in a million years will I ever try to front and be something that I'm not because the Lord knows who I am. So, and he loves me. So who am I to front out on these streets for these people? But I know a lot of people feel like that window goes one way. 
Like, I know the Lord. Yeah, he doesn't know that I am fucking boys or fucking guys on the side. I've got a wife. As far as he's concerned, I'm good. But in reality, y'all are not worried about what the Lord thinks. Y'all are marrying these women and screaming, hallelujah, you know, in the church and, and getting into these choirs and doing all these things. Because it looks good for your family. It looks good for your friends. It is your stubbornness. You know, those people who used to call you gay growing up and you had to go above and beyond to prove that you weren't. That was the, that is the, that anger, that, um, that rage, that stubbornness, that pride that you have that where you won't just fall into who you are you choose to constantly bring other people in your shit you have a wife and kids and with this woman your first your first lover your first one first person you were intimate with the first girl who was so and i used to feel like they were desperate but they're not they are sweet enough to give you some some pussy they want you to be a quote unquote man. They want you to have, they see something in you that will protect them. They see something in you that affirms their beauty and all this, that, and the third. But in reality, there is an insecurity there because, and the truth of the matter is they'll never really have you. There's always a dark place that you will always go because you are not a hundred percent invested in this woman. But when the shit happens and things, the pompom circumstance needs to be pomped and circumstanced. You know what I mean? Like there needs to be a moment of clarity. There needs to be this. There needs to be that where you can speak up and 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 come to the carpet and tell your testimony. These are the women that you revere. These are the women who, whom you mysteriously like you wasted their years of their lives and y'all mysteriously broke up and then now you have so much to say about this person now that they are gone you know what i mean but not and again this is this is nothing this nothing or something you know what i mean like whatever but you play with these women and you, when you're even trying to figure it out, like you're not even playing, you're still trying to figure it out. Some of y'all take forever to figure it out. Um, but the truth of the matter is that you like um, someone to play in your booty hole and you want to play in booty hole and you want to suck dick and you want to lick dick. You want to lick balls. You want to kiss a man in his hot ass mouth. And these poor women who love you are just collateral damage in your whole suit or your whole uh, plan of figuring you out. There are kids around here who you either up and abandon or you keep on one side of your life and you go out and you meet um, and try to waste a bad bitch's time like mine. You know what I mean? Coming up to me and talking about you know, this, that, and a third, or nothing or something, you know what I mean, like, whatever, you ain't talking about shit, you know what I mean, like, but you can abandon those lives, you get that privilege to be able to go in and out, while I'm on one side, and this woman is on the other, 
you get to go back and forth. Not that I'm, again, nothing or something. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Let's move on. If you're lost, you're lost for a reason. If you're here, you're here for a reason. Let's move on. We're going to the second segment, um, the artist spotlight. But before we do, but before we do, but before we do, I want you to follow, rate, subscribe, and review this podcast. Share it. I don't do this for my health. Um, and if you know anything about how I'm, if you can, I, it's not, I'm not going to accuse nobody or nothing. Like, I'm not going to do that. I don't know this nigga. I don't know nobody. I don't know Naya. Let's keep it real. I don't know him. I don't know these people. However, I got England. I know what the shit looks like. Okay. Whatever, nothing or something. Okay, but make sure um, you tweet me if you you dig me. Twitter.com slash Carmine Davis. Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis. Instagram, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show. Holler at me. If you people what I'm talking about. If you don't, you could you could tweet me too. Let me know what's up. Okay, so the music artist spotlight. Um, the artist spotlight is the second segment, and we always talk about artists, groups, bands, um, um, albums, concerts, theories, concepts, uh, musically inclined, like of the musical sort. And today, since I'm kind of like in a ranting mood where I'm kind of being reflective, um, I feel like I owe someone a, a much of a very a public apology. And that person is Summer Walker. Um, Summer Walker is someone who I one um, one thing for one thing for sure, two things for certain. I did not give Summer Walker the benefit of the doubt. I I never really listened to Summer Walker's music that much. Like I I did. Now I knew CPR. I knew Girls Need Love. I knew a couple of her songs. You know, from my my Spotify playlist that would just pop up or my Spotify radio. And I listened to her and I liked her just fine. But I and also if you hear like a motorcycle going by in the background. That's not a motorcycle. That's my puppy, my dog, Luna. We just got finished walking, of course. And they are snoring like a fucking Harley Davidson or something like that. Like, whatever. But I never... I was so turned off by everything that I heard about Summer Walker. Um, Summer Walker... When I, I remember when I was going to try to get into Summer Walker's music, and then that report came out about how she said she was shy about performing live, and that she had a crippling anxiety, and that she never wants to, um, oh, 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 wait, 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 pause, President Biden has signed, hold on, wait, 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 this is nothing new, nothing, but it has everything to do with everything, Biden has signed a law making Juneteenth a federal holiday that acknowledges the end of slavery in the U.S., hallelujah, anyway, okay, <laughs> that is so cool,
That is so cool. I think that is so cool. But anyway, um, uh, nothing or something. Okay, so, um, anyway, Summer Walker was somebody who I heard in passing, and I never really gave her a chance because I was reading everything that I read about her, about her having anxiety and how she couldn't perform in front of people, how she doesn't want to do live shows or how she doesn't want to do meet and greets. And I talked about it in a previous show. I don't know which one it was, but... Basically, I'm just like, girl, fuck her. Like, I'm done with, like, what you mean? Like, I'm an artist. This is something that I take seriously. You know what I mean? Like, you talking about how you don't want to meet and greet with people. And that you can't perform these songs that you went through. Like, girl, whatever. I don't want to hear what she got to say. But slowly but surely, her album started to fall into my life. You know, and it really started with Playing Games by uh, her and um, my baby daddy, Bryson Tiller. And I heard it was one of my most played songs the last two years. Like, it's just been, like, on rotation forever because it relate. I relate. And then I just kind of, like, after what I've been through, like, the last couple of weeks or months or so, you know, I started busting it open to her. Like, you know what I mean? I remember her come through um, at a club when I was in Dallas um, before the lockdown or whatever. And Come Through came on in the radio, and then I saw the video of it, and I was like, this girl, she's giving us looks. Like, and I started looking at her videos, and all, what I knew of Summer Walker was what, all I saw was what she was portrayed as on Twitter. Dirty, you know, kind of, kind of goofy, you know, what the fuck did you just say, bitch, kind of situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, who says shit like that? Like, you know what I mean? Who... Wasn't she, like, eating a pack of noodles by a, a dustpan or some shit like that? Like, something something like that. And I kind of just kind of was turned off by her. I turned my nose up at Summer. And then Playing Games came around, and then Come Through came around, and then Over It came around, the song Over It, and then Body, which is my favorite song. Like, y'all have no idea. That's exactly how I feel as a person right now. That and Aaliyah, I miss you. And I love everything. I love the sample. And I usually never go for those singers with those type of voices. But one thing I learned about Summer was that she's like a pioneer of that sound. And then one thing about Summer that kind of, two, number two, the thing that kind of really made me look weird at Summer Walker is because I don't know what the fuck she looks like. I have no idea what Summer Walker looks like. From I thought Summer Walker was a white girl when I first heard CPR. And then when I, I swear to God, and then I saw the album cover, I'm like, oh, this is like one of those white girls. You know, and I'm like, then when I listened to her more and more and I found that she was a black girl, and I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. You know, let me pay attention. Like, she's got something to say. Then I heard that she wrote these songs, but I never really had a peg on what she looked like because every time I saw her, she looked completely different. But now that's the thing that I appreciate is that this bitch is always giving us looks. I'm like, oh, she's giving looks. Like, I'm going through her music video. I'm listening to all them. I'm like, oh, okay. She's giving looks. I just followed her on Instagram. I'm not sure what she's always giving us, but I like it. And then when I heard that she wrote these songs, I was like, y'all know how I talk about this. I feel like I talk about this every episode. I have such a, like, 
it's almost like what would I say? I would I would put it up there with a almost like a not a it, it maybe a fetish for black female singer songwriters. I love a black woman with a pen who can write because there's so many of the opposite that saturate the market that have made songs that impede on our lives and there's such a backbone in our lives. The fact that these women can write these songs that pierce and tell our souls, black women, the one, I feel like the one group of that is the least respected can write songs that pierce and change people's lives of all walks of life. And I always will have such a admiration. I feel like sometimes black women shouldn't even be giving us these songs because we don't respect their thought process any other way. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't listen to them at any other time, but when they have that pen in their hands and when they write these songs and they, they tell their stories, it is magnificent. It's the ultimate gag. Like it's the, Alicia Keys. And so when I saw that Summer Walker and I heard her songs and I saw the impact of these songs and I thought about all these songs that I'm sorry. I thought about all these songs that I knew of hers and that I knew a lot of people knew of. And I knew that she was changing lives and she wrote these songs and that she was someone who people had an emotional connection with. I immediately went through and listened to her album over it again. And I still have not song found any songs that were better than the songs that I've heard. But even the fact that she is someone in 2021, an artist, and an active artist that has a body of work that has more than seven songs that made me sit back and go, wow, you know, I feel you emotionally. Because most people don't. We all have, they, everybody has fun songs. Like I think about, and then how they compared her to SZA. I fell in love with SZA first, you know what I'm saying? So I love SZA. And I was like, now looking back on listening to it, like I was just sort of like, how did anybody compare them to each other? Oh, I maybe mean, because they both, neither one of them can really sing. But I always tell people that if you have a pen, you don't, you don't got to bring the vocals. You know, you, you're, you're interpreting your lyrics. So you, if you write a song and you sung it and you heard it this way, how could it be wrong? That's how I look at singer songwriters is that you don't have to have the best vocal. You know what I mean? Like you are a singer songwriter, whatever you interpret is the correct response. Cause this, you're the one that wrote the song. Now, of course you gotta, you know, sound decent, but you know, like like artists like Sissa and Summer Walker, they can never be wrong vocally because, ex- except that one particular time for Sissa. But you know, this is you wrote these songs, so this is what you're supposed to. It's supposed to sound like, if you get what I'm saying. Nobody can tell you that that's wrong, and that's what I admired about Summer Walker. All of a sudden, I just felt like I had to owe her an apology because. I played her to the left. I froze her out. I'm sure it didn't matter to her. This bitch is like really out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, but 
I feel like the Summer Walker slander that I see enough, if I can kind of put a dent in it or use any little influence that I have to let people know that, okay, it's time for us to kind of lay up off Summer Walker a little bit. I will. And I, I, I do think it's time for Summer Walker to be seen and presented as the song, singer-songwriter that she is. And um, even off those five songs alone, I feel like if tweet me, send me some of your favorite Summer Walker songs. I want to know um, what was the song that made you a fan? You know what I mean? Like Because I have so much respect for her now. So much respect for her. And I appreciate her. And I want people to leave her alone. But I also want her to stop posting pictures of her eating ramen noodles with, um, you know, next to like a dustpan or some trash can or whatever the fuck she was doing. I don't know. But I respect Summer Walker. And I want to apologize. So there's that. God bless Summer Walker. God bless London on the track. Um... They did something with over it. And I got to really get into her music because I really haven't given her a fair shot. So, but anyway, moving on. Before we do that, make sure you follow, rate, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Because we don't do it for our health, okay? You know, we work around here. Um, The last segment is the love, sex, relationship segment. We get a little raunchy. We haven't gotten really dirty like we need to in a while. And I'm not sure if we're going to do that today. Uh, but this is the segment where we talk about all the mushy stuff, all the sexy stuff, all the naughty stuff, all the stuff that makes you cry. And I feel like this is such a great way to end the show. I always feel so <sighs> after the segment. Um, but this week I want to talk about the hottest dating trends of 2021 from Astro Love to Hardballing. Now, this is brought to you from Refinery29.com. Um, I kicked off 2020 with revolving resolving to go on at least 20 dates a so-called carrot on a stick that i hoped would force me into the cruel daunting dating world and out of my comfort zone then of course the world changed and so too did dating zoom dates became the norm plus the age-old dating habits of phenoms we'd come to known and hate such as ghosting and paper clipping were replaced with covid era versions including apocalypsing treating every relationship like it's your last and woke fishing when someone pretends to hold progressive views to get laid well i didn't even know any of these things um this past year we've been we've seen the dating landscape shift in an unexpected ways from the new digital dating conventions um to all new approaches to relationships says pretty joshi bumble's vice president of marketing strategy and operations but she's predicting that more changes are coming after all 55 percent of daters have a dating-related resolution of 2021, including taking things slower and raising the bar when it comes to vetting matches. Here, Bumble's predictions for the dating trends will be seen in 2021. Now, we're six months in. Tell me if you've ever heard of any of these, okay? Hardballing. The term, this term essentially means dating like the CEO and not messing around with partners who aren't serving you. Over the past year, almost 70% feel the pandemic has given them an abundance of time to focus on themselves, and 43% share if they 
have more confidence to say what is and isn't right for them in their dating life. According to Bumble release, I'm definitely planning to incorporate hardballing into my life in 2021. I feel like I did the opposite of hardballing. Um, Astro Love, we all know a Cancer who won't date a Libra. And this next year, more and more folks will be looking for compatibility according to their zodiac sign, Bumble predicts. After adding an astrology badge feature to their app, Bumble noted that people who shared their, sa- their sign and had almost a 60% increase increase in their average number of matches. And not to further feed their ego, but Leo's got the most matches of any star sign in 2020, according to Bumble, because Leo's are amazing. Um, slow dating. It's like throwing your relationship in a crock pot. It might take a bit of time to heat up, but the end results are so worth the wait. Folks who slow date in 2021 will take the time to get to know each other before meeting up in person and will be more selective in general. A smart idea in COVID times, to be honest. Those Bumble matches who are slow dating during the pandemic start with a video date before moving into a socially distanced meetup. And yes, more virtual dating. A Bumble survey found that 46% of daters prefer virtual dates um, over meeting up in person right away. In the U.S., the U- the use of the app's voice call and video chat features increased by 70% after the state of emergency was declared this past spring. Of course, if you're getting sick of Zoom dates, there are also other ways to mix it up. You could play trivia, have a Netflix party, or play an online game like Quiplash. Um, the rise of dawn of the new dawn daters. Um, Bumble says one in four of their U.S. users will be classified as new dawn daters or folks who broke up with their long-term partner amid the pandemic. They're not single and ready to start dating again, but many are entirely new to the dating apps and understandably anxious about dating right now. Bumble notes, fingers crossed that these cuties will refrain from chatting about their exes on their first date. Six months in, and I could see all of that. Um, but anyway, let me let you go, child, because I done sat up here and got high and hungry, and I want to go eat. But I love you. Um, I miss you. <laughs> and I will see you next week, all right? Mwah. Talk to y'all next week. <laughs>